0: Block Talk Radio.
1: Hey everybody, recruiting
0: Animal Here, Recruiting Animal Here on January fifth. Well, that's the future Okay, anyway, look A few short words before we start the show Many years ago This is especially for the young people I read a book on sales by Joe Girard He was a famous car salesman I think he sold the most cars in the United States Anyway, this was long before the internet And he talked about how he kept records Of the birthdays of all the people who bought cars from him And how he would send them cards on their birthday. He might even have called them. I can't remember exactly. Anyway, he would uh, do all kinds of things like get down on the floor and play with their kids in the showroom and suck up to them in any way possible. And I was reading it, and I said, I can't do that. I I knew I didn't have the right personality, but I wasn't sure that he wasn't right, that that was the way to sell. And just last week – Who's ever on the line right now and has an open mic, please be quiet till I'm done, okay, Just last week, I read a
1: quote
0: i, I uh, okay I'm sorry, everybody, I just have to turn off those mics for a second, okay, Just just one sec, sorry, okay. I know who that is, but I'm not going to say anyway, Last week, I read a quote from bernie Sanders, okay, and he said look here's his quote." I'm not good at backslapping. I'm not good at pleasantries. If you have your birthday, I'm not going to call you up to congratulate you so you'll love me and you'll write nice things about me. That's not what I do. I never have. Okay? And you know what? That guy's pretty successful. He's a gruff, a gruff older man who just had a heart attack, who's an outsider in his party, who's leading the pack of Democratic presidential contenders. Okay, what does that tell you? You – Don't have to suck up. You don't have to kiss ass, okay? So those kids out there, if you read books like I did and the author tells you he sucked up to everybody and made a lot of money like that, don't think you have to be like him. There's more than one way to be successful in sales, and we're going to discuss it today on Jerry Jerry!
1: This is the recruiting animal show. Hey, thank you, Jerry. Thank you.
0: You're and I welcome. I wanna thank my sponsors. Thank you, Chair. I want to thank my sponsors. PC Recruiter, uh, the ultra customizable. Last week, the guest told me to change that. Okay, so I did. PC Recruiter, the ultra customizable recruiting huh. software. Hire Tool, H I R E T U A L. Jerry keeps telling me I spell it wrong. Hire Tool, the super duper sourcing tool. And Honeit, H O N E I T the online Mm -hmm. interview recording technology. They always like it, just online interview technology, but I changed it. Online interview recording technology. Our guest today is an old friend. His name is John Rose. Happy, resourceful John Rose, senior tech recruiter.
2: Welcome back to the show. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Thank you, Jerry, for uh, putting up and talking about fishing before the show started. Get me in the wrong yeah okay position, right can can you mine.
0: stop can you stop making that fuzzy noise you you know the guy calls up he's clear the line was clear until it counts, okay that now, means it must be your John line. is looking for a contract he wants a, a contract as an internal corporate recruiter let's just put it out there any kind of technical position he's got a technical degree b s c in uh, aerospace engineering, something like
2: that, so what kind of position Are you looking for John? I'm open to any role that's involved in the technology sector so helping recruiting sourcing talent mapping contract basis where I'm located you know so so an hour of me around Kitchener Waterloo Toronto area or remotely. You know, I, I think remote is the way we go okay, nowadays.
0: Yeah. He, he has worked living in England. He's worked on jobs in San Francisco. Okay, but so
3: what, he, what areas of technology are you proficient in? So I can maybe place a good word in for you.
2: Well, I've worked in what the classify as IT nowadays, which I've done systems. I've done soft dev. I've done uh, automation. Technology, have worked with Seaman, Rockwell, people like that. I've worked on um, reliability-centered engineering, maintenance, delivery systems, solutions. Okay, enough already. Enough already.
3: Why don't you have him send his resume, or John, send your resume to me, and I'll forward it to someone I know. Okay.
1: okay.
0: You can find her at SorcererKathy.com. Okay, that'll take you to her LinkedIn profile. And if she's smart, her email address will be there, okay? Who's making that terrible noise? Okay, the show has to go well. Okay, here's a question from Martin Snyder, the boss over at PC Recruiter. How early is too early to arrive for an interview? John, how early is too
2: early to arrive for an interview? Target 10 minutes beforehand gives you time if you want to get wash your hands because you've got dirty, you've got prepared mentally and physiologically. You're ready. You've greeted the receptionist. What if you come if 20 minutes one? early? What if you come a half an hour car, early? Is car, that too sit much? Car, sit on the bus. Sit on the bus. Go for a drive around. 10 minutes.
0: Okay. So don't come in. This is your word for the candidates. Don't show up more than 10 minutes early
2: because why? what's wrong with too early? Too early means you'll you get uncomfortable, you'll get sweaty, you'll get clammy, it'll be obvious, you become a fidget ass, and they'll be watching you, there'll be observations. But also the, the, it puts them into an awkward position of, well, we've got to hurry up, we've got to come along, and some people will do it, and some people look at it as a negative. Ten minutes is what I found has been the optimum for the last 24, 25 years. Okay, Martin's, Martin says 15 minutes. Does anybody
0: else want to chime in on that?
4: How
2: early you uh,
4: I used to use, uh, I used to use uh, I used to tell them 8 minutes because that just seems to stick in their brains and and uh you know 8 to 10 minutes I think is is perfect.
1: I like okay. that,
0: And that's like mikerecruiter.com. Mike Michael G. Cox. Okay, <laughs> anybody else want uh, to take a different point of view on that?
3: My girlfriend just got a job and she arrived I think about 15 minutes early And that was perfect, I thought
0: Okay, everybody's green Around 10 or 15 minutes early Okay, I don't think it's a crime If you arrive a half an hour early Big deal, they just let you sit there Big deal
1: okay. No, you look hey. like an idiot, dude <laughs> God, Again, any time yeah. you throw in Your perspective on this stuff I have to ask myself How in the hell Have you somehow made a living In this business you're telling me Jesus. half an hour is okay? I'll bring a <laughs> Yeah, why not? Right I mean, what? Yeah. No, man.
4: You're so mean. No, it it, it so takes the desperation. Yeah, it's just a great situation. You are so situation. out of touch,
1: man. It, it's, it's, it's stunning how out of touch okay. you are with this stuff, animal. Hold on a second. Right, come That's on, scary, wait a second. Jerry. Look, ah,
0: look Jerry, you're right with me. Okay.
2: To so the guest, John
0: Rose said... Yeah, you should come early to make sure you're there on time, but don't show up in the office right around on the box a little extra. What's the point
2: of that? Yeah, well, why do you want to get in there uh, in 30 minutes? What, do you want to steal all the sweeties off the sweetie jar or what?
1: Yeah, what okay, okay, everybody, okay,
2: go, fine. Okay, okay, here's,
0: look, here's, this is a real question from Facebook. I have a candidate whom we're really interested in. The hiring manager wants to make sure he isn't too expensive before he brings him up for an interview, but the candidate refuses to discuss his expectations until he goes for an on-site interview and finds out more about the job. What would you
2: do, John? I would agree with the candidate. If they haven't provided the scope, the details, the information that allows you to make a a range statement of financial remuneration how the hell can you go and sit around and say oh give, give me 10 bucks you know, when the job's worth 30 bucks or ex- the expectations are and the demands are that it's going to cost 30 bucks so that that's a total logic and more uh, and
0: okay more companies okay but what if what what if the, here's the most obvious common sense thing what if the candidate is too expensive you got to find out before you start bringing him or her in
3: or can't you Except? find out what range they would accept? I mean, you don't exactly have to won't say, He won't say. He won't say, Kathy, until he sees well, the
0: job, he says, until no, he comes on that's, site. That's you the have, the to have to knock this have... candidate out. There's no other choice.
3: There is. You can say the company's willing to pay, you know, ten to thirty k. Is that acceptable?
2: You mean corners exactly like right. that?
3: Yeah. Yeah. You'd okay.
2: You give a range, and if the company has got to specify a range. If the company is not prepared to specify a range, then they better be prepared to put the dig their short arms into a deep pocket and pull out lots right. of money for the right person. They, if they're not prepared to... Hold of, on. Hold uh, oh. uh,
1: uh, uh, on, Jerry. This isn't about the company's policy about the are they going to state a range or anything. It's about this recruiter's inability to handle the situation. This is the desk-level... Deal. This isn't about a company policy. It's none of that. It's this can. This recruiter doesn't know what the hell they're doing. Get out of the business now. Get out. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, what's well, your please. solution, you Jerry? You Same as Kathy said. Kathy, Kathy had a good wrong?
0: one. Corner him. I'm paying ninety top dollar on this. Is right. ninety what you're getting? Why
1: not?
0: Exactly. Why right? it's
1: a big deal? Be in the driver's seat. We're professionals. We're not. Every Wednesday at noon, I find myself getting pissed off. Because I'm on maybe this show. It. And I'm oh, maybe you and need it. Maybe you need it. Blow off a little steam.
0: Blow off a little steam. Okay. John. John Rose. Have you ever had a search? Have you ever had a search when you got it, you said, this is impossible, and you ended up sourcing a good
2: candidate for it? Yeah. I think every every experienced recruiter has had that, looked at it, and had that first thought of.
1: What? Yeah, I don't want to hear what about every tear?
2: recruiter. I want to hear about you. Did you
0: have a search? And if so, do I have to coax it out of you? Do you want to tell us no. about
2: that specific search? Uh, go on then. I'm a smooth bugger anyway. I, want, I was asked to find a soil engineer for a government department that does all the oil and gas and mining sectors repository for oil samples. And I said, what the friggin' hell is a soil engineer? Never experienced it, didn't have a clue. Two hours later a guy walks in the door, just graduated from University of Alberta and says, I'm a soil engineer. I said, sit down here sunshine, you're not going anywhere. Picked his brains for 45 minutes, got all the motivators, things he was looking for, information, learned about soil engineering and picked up the phone to the hiring manager, who's the CEO of the analysis company and said, I've got a soil engineer here. And he went, that's impossible. I've been looking for one for six months. I said, just walked in my door. Let's have a conversation. So I, we had a three-way interview, me and the candidate sat in the boardroom and the hiring manager, the CEO on a call for an hour and a half talked through and he said at the end he said when can he come and see me I said I'll drive him over now to you okay you didn't tell us us. hold on on.
0: you didn't you didn't set it up right first of all you didn't
2: tell us that they'd been looking for six months and it was impossible right I didn't okay, know. It was impossible to me because I'd never heard of a soil engineer. How did it happen? What was just God it? on
0: your side? Did God decide He was going to take care of you that day and,
1: and show it?
2: No, I hadn't. spoken
1: grad to Jerry through? at that point. In,
2: I hadn't spoken to Jerry at that point in time. So, so I did it in it this purely <laughs> <laughs> good luck fortune that favours the brave on doing that and looking and I was hey, going in this purely luck. Animal, yeah. Didn't you ask? Didn't
1: you ask, though, for a story about taking a search that you assume is going to be super difficult, and you were looking for what resources did you employ? How did you do it? I mean, where did you yes. start? Was yeah, did yes. you're right. Gary's right. Yeah. We weren't looking for, for a fluke. fluke. We weren't looking for a fluke. Yeah. yeah. Well, John, yeah. Yeah, you have anything? Yeah, you can't, you, can't, you can't bake on uh,
2: fluke business. No, that's right. I would. And uh, here's... Here's the other side there. Here's here's what I thought was an impossible search. Was yeah. looking for reliability and safety case engineer to work for ballot mm. power on their <clears> hydrogen <throat> fuel cells in to be based oh. in Vancouver. Yeah. So there's the there's the search and I went, yeah, I don't know anyone over in that area. I know some old aerospace safety case engineers back in Europe. So I thought this is, I I established a a service level agreement with them straight away saying, this is not going to be a 24 hour, 48 hour, one week send you someone and have people in your pipeline ready for you to interview that quick because they are some very specialized, very unique individuals and the, the 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 thin on the ground and this was going back a few years so using connections i would built up through a network from my engineering days from my aerospace days i reached out and just asked questions where do these purple people hang out where do they what schools will they have gone to what tools will they have used to develop their their skills and hone their professionalism Will they be contractors Yeah, don't drag this out,
1: okay? Don't drag it
0: out. You're going to make Jerry bored, okay? Get to the point. So what happened?
2: I got four of them and got three hired on contract for 18 months. Okay, you 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 got four four of them as direct referrals from your contacts or
0: uh, or did you take the information your contacts gave you and then use that to search for
2: people? We're not clear from what you said both referrals directed people towards me and i used the information that the my sources had given the referrals had given me to go out and search and ring into ring into companies that were doing this type of work like boeing airbus people like that and going to them and ringing into those departments and the, the safety departments and the analysis departments. Okay, got it, got it. People.
0: Moving on, moving on, moving on. I've had okay, a search like question. that too, by the way. Yogurt engineer. Okay, uh, have you ever PhD yogurt specialist? <laughs> they told me I could. They said nobody. They said there's nobody, but I went to the brewery industry and sent them a bunch of people. Anyway, okay. Have you ever used personality tests? Wait a second. Before that, I'm going to do an ad. I have a new ad. Okay. I want to mention my sponsors, PCRecruiter.net, the ultra-customizable, ultra-configurable recruiting software, HireTool, H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L, the most popular sourcing tool in all the Facebook comments I've seen, and Honeit, H-O-N-E-I-T, the online interview recording technology. turns everything into a, a transcript as well makes clips, you're going to love it. Okay, okay, okay. Did you ever bug, do you ever go, when you work in-house, do you ever harass the current employees, the staff for referrals? Do you ever go and say, I'm sitting down beside you at 3 o'clock this afternoon, and you're going to show me all your
2: contacts on LinkedIn and like it? Do you ever do that, John? No. Why not? I'd set up a meeting. I'd set people up and turn around and say, Let's have a hackathon, here's lunch, let's put lunch on, let's do a lunch and learn. Explain about the roles and the opportunities that we're on and say, Who do you have in your network? First level connections. Let's have let's love who've you got on LinkedIn, who's on GitHub, who's on Stack, who's on your the, the IEEE, your association, your meetups you go to that you think would match this, would align with this? And are you you know, here's a script I would use, is this a script you could use, if not, if you're happy, share the names with me, and I'll use you as a way of introduction. That's the approach to take. You don't go in there and brow pe- people and say, you've got to give me a referral. They'll tell you to shove it where the sun ain't ever going to shine again.
0: Really? And, and some of them will say no, not everybody agrees to work with you? I agree.
2: You will. You will always get that, but you've got to respect that. That's personal preference, you know, professionalism. You ask them if they would be willing to share a message out to their network their communications. Very few will say no. Some aren't comfortable, but if you pre-scripted it for them, they'll share it and send it out and go with that. They don't want to Anybody else do that?
0: Anybody else online who's done that? (coughs) Sorry, Kathy, 619, (coughs) I think that's you. I had to mute you because there was so much background noise. Okay. I know she's beside the SEAL headquarters where those – uh, American Seals, Navy Seals train, and they've got all kinds of flyovers. I think they're spying on her. Anyway, uh, anybody <laughs> else here want to comment on that? They've had, you know, similar success like John, and they have a very tactful or untactful approach. Either way, no, nobody else. Okay, and then and John, does that pay off?
2: Is that really a good yeah. way to get candidates? Oh, oh, yeah. It It is a good one because you're getting the word spread about opportunities with to a target audience and i've always had a response both positive and negative saying "Uh, not interested but thanks for thinking of me that's a positive in my mind even though they've said no okay okay
0: you know what (coughs) we're not in church or a business meeting liven it up i've met you personally you're not like this in person you're too serious you're too serious for this show. <laughs> that's very, get that, that, happy, that's happy, a very happy. Okay? That's
2: a very get serious a little happy. That one. That's that's me No r non-serious question then, like. Yeah, why why oh, have oh, got a technical background and uh, oh, here's questions a, a non serious question. Hold on. Here's a question. <laughs> well, Jerry, why don't you ask a question? But I'll ask a question.
0: That, that's actually no, on no, my I'm no, mind. No, I'm not
1: I'm not the host of the show. I'm just the I'm just the <laughs> paid eye candy. The the <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hold on. Okay, I read this morning. I look yeah. I read this morning. I read this morning that Whitney Houston is being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. She's not a rock and roll musician or never was. Okay. So here's what I'm wondering. If I get on the phone with somebody and I try to build rapport, is is that you know, the person says, How are you today? And I'll say, you know, I was reading this article about Whitney Houston, it really pissed me off. Is that okay? Is that a good way, John, or Jerry, or anybody, is that a good way to build rapport, just talking about the news that really gets
2: to you? Yeah, I think I think that's a really good way for someone to turn around and say, "Animal, you're a numpty. What the hell are you talking about? Don't waste my time. Goodbye. Slam. Disconnect.
3: Well, really, how do you build uh, yeah, Is
2: uh, it
0: important? Do you try to build rapport? It, is it important to be friendly? If it, if, you're, there's a serious question now, but... answer it in a lighthearted way okay with a a little spirit okay is it important to be friendly if you're a
2: recruiter is it important to have a friendly persona yeah you've got got to smile with your voice with your eyes and with your mind when you talk to these people because if you don't do you you, you'll come across as an asshole so whether you're you're whatever so you've got to have that that friendliness that, that voice and you have positivity and energy when you do speak with them and look in that side, but respectfully.
0: Well, how come I'm asking you for some uh, energy, and you you told me it's a, the wrong thing to ask
1: you. These are serious no, you,
0: questions, okay? You, the, the, the example you gave was the wrong one to ask. Okay. It was the wrong Okay, Michael G. Cox. Michael G. Cox, is it important to be friendly? <clears throat> You're fairly low-key. I can't see you getting really excited on a call, you know, put turning up to positive energy. What's the story with you? No,
4: I, I... – I don't, I don't go overboard, and and I certainly don't open up conversations, you know, complaining about Whitney Houston getting into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, but yeah, friendly is very important. You have to be able to build some sort of low-level rapport with the individual. Cassie, if you view Cassie, Kathy,
2: Kathy, I'm
0: bringing you back to answer this question. Okay, are you still there? <clears throat> yeah okay the seals we know the seals are listening to us when you're on the phone okay oh it's been worse is than it? ever
3: it has been worse it, than ever the the airplanes coming you know by our house have just been uh-huh. nonstop. but you know it's you should have spent a few more
0: thousand dollars go to a better neighborhood okay here's the question though. Was, a was, I, was i out of line Ooh. was i out of line with uh whitney houston is that something i should not discuss if i want to build rapport with a stranger
3: Oh no! I think uh, oh, I wouldn't bring her up. No, I mean I wouldn't bring up Whitney Houston. Why?
1: Because that's what it's on my mind. How are you today?
0: Well, you know what? I'm a bit aggravated. I see this person who's not a rock and roll musician
3: getting well, put on no, the of, Hall of maybe, Fame. She's a pop no, musician. No. In this PC world, you you don't talk about things like that.
0: How do you build? Do okay. Do you try to build rapport, Kathy, when you call strangers or when you called them?
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
3: Absolutely. I would look at their LinkedIn profile, and when I was recruiting, let's say for executive chefs, I'd talk about how to make a good Bernays, how to do you know certain recipes, Um, and they, you know, hold on. Okay.
0: How many executive chefs did you? First of all, yeah. How many executive chefs did you recruit? Okay, oh was that gosh. like one?
3: No, oh, it was one of Oh, I was yeah, Oh, you house.
0: were with a food company. Sorry, I forgot. Yeah. And they actually that. wanted to talk with you, a a, a home a homemaker about oh uh, my how god. To, how to cook. <laughs> yeah,
3: in fact, one of them <laughs> still sends me recipes.
5: Jesus,
3: seriously, animal? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Alan,
0: al uh, recruiteral.com. He's a recruiteral <laughs> dot com. recruiteral. Tell it's us a tech, how do you Alan build rapport?
1: How do you, be, First inter- of all, be interested
5: okay. in them and ask them what they – ask them about themselves. I mean, Kathy, help me here. What's the one thing that a woman does that gets a guy – talk about themselves. People love to talk about exactly. themselves, and they love to be proud about what they do and how they do it.
3: Exactly. You know what but I've been doing you don't even know the, the land land land. guy. I mean, so wait, you get wait. on the line,
0: and right away you say, what do you say? Talk about themselves. Give me an example,
5: okay? Don't just That's blab no, generality. No, no. Hey, Amel, you know example. what? I love – Animal, I love your show, and I'm trying to do something similar. Can you do me a favor? What kind of gear do you have? What kind of what kind of, what kind kind of of microphone and recording stuff? I'd really love to know. Okay. Don't use that on me. Use it on a candidate you've <laughs> never spoken to,
0: okay?
2: A okay. candidate you've Give never it.
0: spoken to. No, I'm going hey.
2: to jump in now, Animal, now. And, and Alan and Catherine, so you asked a question about psychometrics. There's one thing that I think is very useful and is one that I've used um is, is Crystal Nose. So when you're looking at someone's LinkedIn profile or their, their social footprint, Crystal Nose uses, you know, intelligence and data to turn around and say they enjoy this, that they're, they're more prone yeah.
0: to who the people who don't know I haven't looked at it for questions. a few years, but when Crystal Nose first came out, it uses social media analysis of your social media footprint <coughs> To uh, to tell like the recruiter uh, give give a profile of your personality and your psychology and what approach to use to you. Okay, I found it about as useful as an astrological profile. I looked up all the people I knew from the
5: show, and it just really didn't mean anything to me. Hold so on, I have a question for John example. about that though. Go ahead, yes, sir. John, Mike, here's my question with that is as as concern for privacy, and it, I'm I'm in the commercial construction industry right now where. I'd probably say at least half of the candidates, um, they don't do a whole lot on social. So but so Crystal knows, and other ones, they're only as good as the data that Crystal can find. So that being said, don't you think that you're, you know, you're, you're kind of – it's one tool, but if the person doesn't have really a presence anywhere, Crystal knows isn't going to give me much to work with.
2: Correct, and that's one of the things is I wanted to say was I use anything that I can to try and get it. A- any information if I can. If it's a, if they're a blank page, which we know construction industry, you know, very possible are, you know, looking at that side, you've got to turn look at the general, what's the market doing? You're looking at what are the triggers that interest them? Right. What is the aspect that they're doing? So, so you, you go to them, it's you things to get them to engage with you and to share information with you. so, what chances are you having, you're, you're, you're a site superintendent, you know, what chances are you having to, f- to find good trade contractors in your area you know, where you're based?
5: So you're getting
2: them to, talking about that. So crystal knows it's no good then, technology is no good, because they don't have a social footprint.
5: Right, so Animal, if I do this with John, since he knows what a site superintendent is, I'd say, John, nice to meet you, Alan floor W.E. O'Neill. I understand you were Swinnerton, and um, Animal gave me your name and said you're a great person to get to talk with. J- John and I go back and forth for a second. I say, by the way, what project – what are you working on? What's your pro- what's, What current project are you on? That starts the conversation because most of these people are very proud of what they're building, and now I can start going from there and learning more about, well, how big is it? What's the value? How many trades are you working with? Oh, my God, how, how – Geez, wasn't that a problem? Didn't you have problems with the concrete? Everybody does. And then John's going to open up. So, oh yeah, Jesus, the concrete guys. The mix was wrong. We had to send it back four times. And and now you now you're learning about him and you're asking him about himself. And sooner or later, okay, he'll
0: start you know what? Hold on. Here's,
1: no, no. Let me let
0: me just reply to that. Alan doesn't take any special time to build rapport. He just goes straight into the screening or the interview. Okay, that was his answer without admitting it. There you go. Okay? Okay, Last I'll question. Give you that. Last question. But, but, and that's a fair answer. Don't worry about building rapport. Bernie Sanders said he doesn't care about building rapport. He's not your buddy, okay? He's here for our business. And you are too. Okay, now the thing is you do sound like you're really interested when you say it. So that's your technique alan's technique is yeah i really i'm really interested in your concrete okay uh but but one more question for john crystal knows you gave alan an example of when it doesn't work what does it when has it worked for you what information has it given you that you've
2: actually used that's what i'd like to know one of the there's an engineering manager at um a local specialist engineering firm that was moving into software development and product development. And I wanted to know what he was like as a person, what 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 his what his strengths and weaknesses are. So it gave me a good picture of there of that person that I was then talking to about who was developing this new platform, this new software relates to engineering yeah and you know what okay, before. gave you a good picture
1: Wait, in what way uh,
0: okay we're going nowhere here, but uh this is what I would have wanted to know in what way did it give you a good picture? He likes puppies uh that's what he wants to talk about his dog or he likes camping, or you know he's a very gruff person. just get down to business with him okay you if you would have if it would have been worthwhile that's what I would have imagined you would have told me right away i'm moving on. But first, I want to do an ad for my sponsors. And these little ads, actually, this is my new policy, just mentioning them again and again, okay? PCRecruiter.net, the ultra-configurable recruiting software. PC Recruiter loves you, okay? Don't forget it. HireTool, dot lcom the most popular sourcing tool in all the Facebook comments I've ever read, okay? And Honeit, hone IT, the online interview recording technology, it records your interviews, uh, turns them, uh, creates little uh, clips for the most important parts, and turns the whole thing into a transcript for you. Okay, uh, Jerry, do you have an interesting question? Is there something that, you know, you, 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 I'm doing a lousy job. Uh, here's your chance, okay? Hey, yeah, wake okay. up. Okay.
2: Okay, so we put it to sleep huh. again.
0: Okay, uh, John, here, I'll just move on. What about the
2: greatest <clears throat> weakness question? Do you ever ask the person, what's your greatest weakness? No, I never ask them that. No? You know, find that you, 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 you're asking the negative, you should always ask yeah. positives because you want them to continue a conversation. Uh, looking at, so uh, the, uh, the question I prefer to ask is, what's the biggest challenge that you faced that you weren't successful at? What project? Uh, they, did that's, you not go for? that's not negative.
0: That's not negative. That's not negative? No, it's
2: not. It's not a negative. It's a positive in terms of a challenge. And what did they learn from it? Because there's always subsequent questions. And you always have subsequent questions. You've got to Okay. And you've got to know how to do it okay. on your feet.
0: Okay. Okay. Do you ask people, you call up a stranger out of the blue, say, I'm a headhunter. I'm trying to fill this position. Might you have an interest in it? And the person starts talking to you. And then you say to them, why would you consider a move from your current company? Some people put it this way, why do you want to leave? Well they they didn't want to leave. Do you ask them why they would consider a move from their company?
2: I would I, I ask them what would it take for them to move from where they are now and where it's security now to a new opportunity? What are the triggers? What are the what would they be looking for? What would excite okay. them?
0: Aren't you trying yeah. to put – yeah but I what we're been talking been about? News. Wait a second. I have a new Go, wait a second. You want to find out the wound. You want to find out the wound. I want to know how you're finding out the career wound. Kathy, go ahead.
3: Okay. I did this to my husband. I read an article and it's done wonders. And what I've done is um, every morning I say, What can I do to make your day better today? And he's like, Totally like, What got into you? And um, I think you could transfer that to your candidate and say, what could I offer you to make your job better, you know, a better environment for you? And it, you're asking, what can you do for them? And, again, it brings it back to them. You're asking about them, and it's okay. not a negative. It's not, they're not uh, going to down their current employer necessarily, but they'll say, well, this, you know, maybe more money, maybe less commute, you know the, the spiel.
0: Yeah, yeah, and what's that called—the the Stepford wife gambit? The Stepford wife gambit? I don't gambit?
3: know, but he's he's totally just shocked, and I because that's not me. I'm so independent. Well, actually, I have to tell you,
0: I kind of I kind of I kinda like it. What can I do that that would actually make your your work life better in a new yeah. condition?
4: Is Yeah. Is that
0: what you're saying? Yeah.
4: Okay. Yeah.
0: Anybody else want to comment on that, Michael G. Cox?
4: It sounds Wake like up. it'd be an expensive thing to do. Like why? You, you, if if you're asking what you, I'm not saying, I, I can't prove this, but it just feels as though if you keep asking individuals, what would it take to now, what get you, you to do? move what from one do? sales
0: position no, to another about, He's sales talking position? about what uh, the guest said.
4: The guest oh, said, "What's it going to take?" Okay. Yeah, and 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 if if I do that, I feel that the answer is going to basically price them out of any of the positions that I might be working on so, you know, I, I found that... Why? Because you're
0: asking them, is it too, it too wide open? You're, you're, you're getting them to fantasize for their ideal uh, when you're not yeah, offering the ideal? It, is that what you're saying?
4: Well, I don't know what the ideal is, but if, I, if, if that's the option that I give them, what is your ideal situation, and then I fall short by just a, a hair, they, they, they may become negative about the opportunity
2: uh but the, oh Jerry, God, also, and I, can I counter argue? That, and I agree no, I want to hear what Jerry's yeah. got
0: to say. He's criticizing me. Do you have anything? Can you want to criticize uh, anybody else, Jerry? He's taking a call. Alan, Alan, floor. You want to get in what? on this before I let the guest have? Oh, what about John... what, the approach? What? How do you find out the career wound? Now, Kathy and John. Oh uh, well, okay, Jonathan, I heard that.
5: I mean, one of the things I'll do is I'll turn, I'll turn the, I'll turn the interview around real quickly and i'll say you know john i can ask you questions but i, I want to know what's important to you so before i start asking questions what can i answer <coughs> for you about us or what we do or what because i want to know what's important to you that helps a lot what's important
1: do they know why to you? i'm calling
0: <laughs> okay it's kind of, yeah, but it's it's kind of oblique. What's important to you? But you're not asking that. You're asking, do you, what do you want to know about us?
3: No, I think if you say, what can I do to make your job right. better?
5: And I
0: point, kind
3: of like point, it. Point, yeah. I, I like it, Kathy. Uh, you know, Thank I'm, you. I'm with you. But let me get,
0: John wants to get in here. You know, he is the guest. Go ahead, John.
2: No, I think, I think with, with what Michael was saying, I think the, the concern with the word is, is, you know, they're going to price themselves out. They may well price themselves out, but that's where then, as, as, as professional negotiators with people, I, I drive people down. If it's on them, if it's money is a motivator, I say, well, what is your bleed point? At what point would you say no to moving to another opportunity? And if they said, oh, I need, a, I want 110,000, say, okay. Mm-hmm. So this role, this opportunity, is up. going to put down 103,000. on the table would you consider it then would you go forward and they'll either give you a yes or a no If they say no 110 miles by bottom line then you've got a benchmark for that individual for that price point so if the opportunity is not going to pay them that you tell them you say sorry this is not the right one for you because they can't meet one of your three needs the money the opportunity and the potential Okay, but you wouldn't try to talk them down? I would see how far they would go down. I've got people down to saying, if they offered me, the most recent example, person wanted 50000 I said, so if they offered you 49999 you would say no. They went, yeah, that's my bottom line. Well Then how would 65000 sound? Well, yeah, I'd be very interested. You've moved them from a negative into that positive mindset. They now know that the money is more than what the minimum baseline is, And that's what okay. we've got to do we've got to establish what their what their motivators are what it, what it would need what it would take it may be yeah, but it have you technology. ever
0: have you ever tried to persuade someone that the money they want is not worth sticking on, that they should be flexible? Hey, you know yes. this is ridiculous this yeah. is a great job oh, you shouldn't you shouldn't demand a hundred and ten. <laughs> you're going to get way more out of this long-term than a few thousand dollars. Have you ever
2: done that, John? Yes, yeah, actually do, do it. Um, machine learning. When we first started a couple of years ago, um, I was working with a company doing automation for uh, vehicle sensing. Machine learning guy, he's, he was adamant that he was worth 150000 And I told him, great, contact Amazon and ask them what they're paying. Contact Facebook. I know what they're paying. You're never going to get that. And here's why. But here's what you can reasonably expect to get on starting. Here's what you can reasonably expect to get after six months when they do the reviews. After 12 months, and after, you can, after you've got your PhD with 12 months' experience, this is what the market is doing now. And I said, got, I'll send you a link where you can go and check the prices and check the dollar values, approximately, you know, ballparking. And he went, okay, that, that seems fair and reasonable. So what You've happened? got to have data. So he, he moved forward and he got hired at 105900 Really? That's a big job. And was he a, a fresh grad? Job. Was this another fresh nope. grad? No, nope, just got a nope. PhD with ten, with 10 years' experience in between his bachelor's and his starting his PhD. So he's about 14 okay. years' experience in total. Uh huh. Okay. Which
0: questions do you use to debrief the candidate after the interview?
2: Which questions do I use? Bloody hell, that's, I've never been asked. i never thought of it like that. It's, it's almost. Well, hold on a second. Last week the guest said
0: that he tells his his candidates, no matter what level they're at, you call me 15 minutes after the interview or I'm never going to deal with you again. Something like that. He was pretty tough with them. So debriefing the candidate after the interview is a very ah. important uh, function. Okay.
2: I can't Agreed. believe you've Agreed. never
0: heard about it.
2: No, no. I've never <laughs> heard it, the question you asked. Do I get people? Yes. I give them an hour after their interviews to contact me and update me on how did it go, what did they learn, what did they wish they'd asked that they never got to. Oh, that's around. interesting. That's, a, that's, you that's your you, little tweak. How tweet. long did it last. last?
3: How long was the interview?
2: Yeah, that's part, of the, that's, that's part of the conversation, but the specific questions, you know, it could last Forty-five minutes on a, on an hour booking, but I know that they booked an hour, but forty-five minutes is their norm. So that I'm looking for those indicators and doing it. But, it's but not she's a looking for it, if it was fifteen
0: question. minutes long, you know the guy's right. not
2: good. Okay, right. Yeah. yeah.
0: Anybody? Yeah. Anybody yeah. else want to add some questions <clears throat> or or critique uh, John's approach? Anybody?
4: Nobody. No, what? But, what regarding John? the one hour. Regarding the um, one-hour deadline or the 15-minute deadline from Joe last week, I think that's silly. If, if, a, if an interview runs over or runs late, I'm not going to disavow any kind oh, no. of – I'm not going to stop working with an individual because of something like that. But he wasn't uh, saying I, that. He
0: wasn't <laughs> saying that. Don't slur. Don't, yeah. don't uh, uh, uh,
4: <laughs>
0: make a, a, a false thing – make false claims about our guest. Michael G.
4: Cox. Shame on you. Oh, God. <laughs> no, that was okay. silly. You know, 15 minutes after. You don't know what time they started. Maybe they started oh, late. no. Maybe I'm going to tell you,
0: 15 Get minutes. It. If it's a 15-minute interview and you've booked in an hour, that candidate's not getting hired. You could swear by that, okay? You could bet a, a lot of money on that. Okay. So you know
4: exactly when all interviews start and end. We don't control yeah, those Yeah, you things. book a,
0: yeah, you book them for a two o'clock, and if the person says I was out, yeah. he calls you two fifteen. Uh, this guy's a loser.
4: 2:30. No, they they Here they got work. pushed back to two thirty, so the guy had to wait there a little longer. But they okay. started. To well, uh, you know what? I don't hour hour work for and...
0: that kind of company that you do, where where you you make the candidates come in right on time and let them sit like they're in a doctor's office for an hour before yeah, you see I them.
2: Well, i I'll, you I'll, 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 man? They get there 30 minutes early, to use your example, right at the very beginning. And the hiring manager says, oh, you're here early. Great. Let's go in now. So they go in yeah. 15 minutes after the time to start. They actually do a 45-minute interview. He comes out and goes, hey, I've got here's an offer for you. Here's a job. So 15 minutes after his scheduled start time. You think is wrong. Yeah, okay. You guys, not
0: yeah, product. you're fine. You know, if you try hard, you can come up with any reason to uh, say okay. that I'm
4: wrong. But I'm going to say well, that my it, sponsors those, are not wrong. My sponsors are right. All of those PC recruiters. They, they don't work well. The, the, those those hard and fast rules and 15 minutes or you're, you're dead to me. Those things don't work yeah. well. <laughs> it, it makes no sense in the real world.
0: Kathy, I have to put you on hold for a minute because it's driving me crazy. Is there something you'd like to say before I I put you mute you? No, I'm
3: just glad to be back and happy
0: New Year. Yeah, happy New Year to you. And and don't forget, sorcerer Kathy. If you want to see who Kathy is, sorcererkathy.com. It'll take you to her LinkedIn. I'll bring you back, but I'm just putting putting you on hold now. Okay. I can't stand those Navy SEALs in the background. It just drives me crazy. Sorry, John. I mean, uh, that's not something I'm doing you a favor on by getting (laughs) irritable because of all the noise. Anyway, okay. If a candidate is willing to accept an offer but
2: doesn't sound enthusiastic, are you going to say maybe you should reconsider this? I need to know why they're not enthusiastic. What has changed from... No, are, are you going to are you going to confront the
0: person? Boy, it's so much better yeah. without that noise. If if, if you're are you going to confront, confront the person and say, "You know what? Question. You don't sound excited." You know, you call the person hey. up I don't know if you – are you one of those people who believe that if you make an offer, you should pep yourself up and say, hey, I've got great news. They want to see, they want you to sign, and it's, here's the money, just what you were looking for. Are you a person who does that, or do you just call up in a normal voice and say, you know what, it's a, it's a go-ahead. This is what's the story. Well, first of all, what's your approach? Do you pep it up deliberately? Do you add a lot of energy uh, with the good news, or is it you, just your normal self?
2: I can If I'm making the send them a message first, whether it's a text or an email saying, hey, great news, need to talk to you, call in in 15 minutes or call me in, you know, in an hour. And Uh then quite often the people will come back and you've perked their interest. You've given them positive and energy saying great news. They come back Mm. a lot quicker. Say, what, what have you heard? Have they made enough? And go, they have. What would you be? What are you looking for? So you do the the pre-close, and you get them to come back and say, "Let's just recap. I want to make sure that what they put on the table is what you're looking for, and what you you may have agreed to or said outside of my converse, our conversations." You know, and they come back and say, "And say, well, guess what? You've got five k extra, start desk, four weeks vacation. You know, you're going to go to the Caribbean every month, you know, and sun yourself on the beach for a week, work remotely, whatever, whatever it is, whatever the offer is." We always do it with positivity, with with energy, with enthusiasm. As long as you've done your pre close. if you've not okay. And what them, if they don't? Come, what problems. if they
0: don't come back? What if they don't? Did someone want to say something? Hello? Did somebody else say something? What if they don't come back with a lot of pep? What if they don't reflect your enthusiasm?
2: Are you going to make a point of talking about that, or or not? I want to know how the how they feel. The offer reflects. On the discussions and the conversations they've had so far. If okay, well, I, I guess I'm asking for something
0: different. a little maybe too exotic. I'm asking for their emotional tone. But 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 here's another question based on what the you. Tone. Okay, you here's something the based on, here's a question based on what you just said. Do you let your candidates and your clients speak to each other directly, without going through you? Because it sounds like no. yeah, you might. Never. No.
2: They will talk, but I will make sure I manage the conversations. So when they're doing and what they're doing it about and organizing it that way, because you've got to do it between the hiring manager or human resistance or whomever, you've got to make sure that you can control and manage it through because you want to set everything up for success and make sure you've got all the parameters and all the information you need to have. Okay, so so if you hear that the hiring manager
0: gave your candidate a direct call and you weren't informed, what are you going to do?
2: Ask, ask both of them how the call went, if there's anything they need clarification on, any information they need, what they need to get, and make sure both sides are aligned. But I would certainly let the hiring manager know beforehand that if he wants to do it, then let's set it up, let's, let's make sure it's done properly, business ethic, you know, okay, then he
0: didn't tell you, he just, you know, he had the guy's card or he got his personal information from the resume or somewhere and he call, calls him up or he calls her up and has a follow-up conversation or two after the interview. And then, you know, you find out later on, are you going to go back to the hiring manager and say, how dare you? Okay.
3: No, how dare no, you? This I, is
0: my candidate. And if you ever want to talk to this person, you
2: let me know first. You get my approval. Oh, would you do something like no, that? No, no. I go there and let them know that I know they've had a conversation. I say, hey, I understand you had a conversation. Great. How did it go? Did you get everything you needed? Because what you're doing is you're letting them know that you are aware of all the activities and aspects. Okay, but of you're the not warning
0: process. them away from that. You would not oh, warn man. the person away from that.
2: No, no. You try and make sure that they're aware that, You need to be aware so you can manage and control and ensure success. Okay. Pete, I'm going to do a
0: little ad. While I'm doing the ad, Jerry says I'm asking lousy questions. You think of some good questions for me, okay? Anybody else on the line can do the same, okay? Right now I'm going to talk about PCRecruiter.net, the ultra configurable recruiting software. They don't impose a, a workflow process on you. You impose it on them. Okay, and they love you, and they want to help you, so check them out, please, at pcrecruiter.net, hire tool, the h-i-r-e-t-u-a-l dot com, the super duper popular sourcing tool. I read about it on Facebook all the time. In the comments, there's always respectable recruiters raving about it. Okay, and hone it, h-o-n-e-i-t, the interview capture technology. It captures your interview. Audio version lets you make little clips of the most important parts, and it turns everything into a transcript that is searchable. You want to check them out at H-O-N-E-I-T dot com. Okay, actually, the CEO of Honan is going to be a guest in in a few weeks. I'll let him do the ad then. Okay, any uh, questions that you wanted to talk about that, you know, I have lots more, but, you know, since I'm so lousy, I thought I'd give you a chance, uh, John. Go
2: ahead. John, you want me to ask questions? But, yeah, I'm, I'm well, more Ask yourself, to... is there
0: a topic that you want to talk about that I'm not raising? If you know, uh, maybe you agree with Jerry. I, I, I don't ask any these interesting questions.
2: I think it's always interesting to know what made people go into get into recruitment and get into what they do—the sales or.
0: I don't find that interesting. No, I don't think that's interesting.
2: They, most <laughs> of I think, Luke. Because it's, it's motivating. It's finding out what they're doing. My, my background is technical. Aerospace engineering degree, operate, aerospace hey, operations. John. Yeah. Hey, John, I, I'm curious. How did you get into recruiting? <laughs> see, Michael, see, animals, see, someone wants to know. <laughs> <laughs> as, as a, Go ahead. From, from the recruiting side, I didn't know it was called recruiting when I was doing it. I was building teams yep. for, for projects and someone at the end from uh, then the personnel department and training development said, you're doing recruiting, that's my job. I said, well, I didn't know it was called that, so what is it? So I went off and did some training and did some learning and started recruiting in 93, and I've been doing it ever since. What and kind that- of training did you yeah. get? What kind of training did you get? I'd, in the UK, there was a six-week uh, intensive program on training within the engineering technology sector, of all the different roles the different how they interact how they map with each other, so you learn about them and then you learn where about where interview where did you techniques. take that where At, that at public in... school no no, this was at a university it was a oh, side, at university uh, a po- a post grad program that they did it was an extension of personnel management personnel development that became human resistance development and human oh, resist- okay you, you, uh-huh. HR. Okay.
0: So so that was 1993. It's now 2020. Uh you're, you know, double the age you were then. Uh are, are is there anything different about you that that, you know, might be positive or or negative compared to, you know, how you were back in 93 or 95?
2: I think I was I was I was gullible and naive when I first started. I'm still gullible and naive in certain areas and certain uh, aspects of, of the business world and in that side because but that's a learning opportunity if i don't know something I've, that's probably the one thing that's the same i learn i want to learn new things so in other words so it's I good to be gullible
0: that's your that's your that's your brand oh, God, good yeah. to be gullible we're, we're, happy we're, to be gullible okay that's what you're telling me i'm gullible you.
2: man yeah i like you okay. so I must be gullible yeah okay <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, what, what, so it sounds like you were saying at first, though, that you were gullible in a negative way back then. Can you give us an example?
2: Yeah, gu- gullible. There was was thinking that everyone I would call or talk to on message would want to hear from me. Would would say yes, <laughs> I want that job. That's because you're n- never prepared and advised that you're going to get slapped in the face. You're going to get doors closed in you. You're going to get Total rejection because it's, you you'd never taught and experienced the negatives, and I, that's where now I try and go. Okay, I didn't know that. I now know it, so so I look at it from that perspective. When I'm so, training and so, educating, so they teach you a course
0: physical. in university, and they don't tell you the most important thing. Okay, rejection. Uh, you said your doors closed, total rejection. How do those things look? How do they manifest themselves? You know what what happened that. That, that slapped you in the face. Do you have Do you remember anything from back then that when you were stunned?
2: Yeah, yeah. I think it was because I was you know I was a senior person, so so I wasn't you know fresh off fresh out of school. I've done you know some long term work. So, but going into a business environment and into a new environment, it's totally new, and people have the right to say no. And say bugger off, and you know, no, I don't want to hear. So from did you, they say bugger? That's what
0: I'm asking. Did they say bugger yeah. off, or did they say oh yeah. no, no, thank yeah. you, John. I, I appreciate your no, call. No, this, I, did I, they I was say totally bugger, bugger
2: off. off? I was. And there was also a four-letter word as well. Before the off as well was uh, was quite often in a case because you didn't know what you were doing. You weren't good enough. You hadn't perfected your your speech, your pitch, your experience. You're fresh off the boat and doing it. So you've got to be prepared, and that's you where know, my, my gullibility was not being prepared enough. Now I make sure I'm prepared enough. Okay. Well, in what way are you
0: prepared now that you weren't prepared then? Do a lot of reading.
2: Look at sales. Look at business development. Look at, um, Give me an example. Technique. Just
1: don't don't
0: make me choke you, okay? <laughs> no, these no, guys no, were no, telling no. you. Well, these guys were telling you to fuck off. That's what you just told us, okay? <laughs> Why were they doing that specifically? What are you reading that's making you now immune to that kind of abuse? I'm re- I,
2: you know, re- reading Scott Stratton's you know, unselling about how to c- get a sale without selling. You're know, looking at the unmarketing. Looking at the you know, hiring mindset by Sean McCabe, you know, work rules with for Laszlo. So so you know exceptional talent when you're looking at you know, Mervyn and, and, and Matt people like that. Looking at what they're doing and how successful people are getting people to have conversations with you and not tell you to fuck off. They were telling you Okay, so, okay, so, so you're reading more, sales
0: you're reading sales books, you're reading sales books, and that's what you would recommend to recruiters. Am I hearing you right?
2: Sales, marketing, business development, interpersonal communications. Okay,
0: we got four minutes left. This is your big contribution. I I didn't get any of those book names. Tell us the names and the authors of the books right now that you would recommend.
2: Unselling by Scott Stratton. Unselling.
0: Unselling by Scott Stratton. Next.
2: Yep. Work Rules by Laszlo Bock. Work. Oh, For the guy from Google, Lazlo. Uh-huh. Yeah. Google. Okay. Okay. What's his name? Then What's the name got... of his book?
0: What's his name? The name of Laszlo's book?
2: Work. Work. Work rules. Okay. Rules. okay.
0: Did, you go... Did you like it the too, hiring... Michael G. Cox? Michael G. Cox, no, are you not endorsing read it. I have not
2: that book? Read it. Oh, okay. No, I was just Go ahead, John. <laughs> yeah. John, then you got the hiring hiring mindset by Sean McCabe. That's S E A N. M-C-C-A-B-E.
0: What, what is Sean? Is Sean a recruiter in England or something like that? No, he's
2: North, North American. He's an uh, entrepreneur. done several startups and looked into the growing and the he's, business. And he hires people. Okay, what else? What yeah, other yeah. book? Uh, the other one is Exceptional Talent by uh, Mervyn Dinner and Matt Alder. Oh, yeah, Matt Alder and Mervyn Dineen, right? Yeah, you know, I've also got "Getting Goosebumps," which was by uh, PH Creative. You know that was uh, Google Dave out of the UK, but they, they operate globally on a marketing and recruitment marketing, and it's how to go uh-huh. about I, that.
0: I noticed on Instagram you've also got uh, Katrina Collier's book. Uh, Robots aren't going to replace that. me, or something. Like, what's it called? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've
2: got, got you yeah, know full, full robot, proof recruiter, recruiter. Rob, robot proof recruiter. Uh, the the Very OS cool. intelligence for staffing by uh, by our friend uh, Derek, Derek Zeller was the editor Dean? and Dean DaCosta. Yeah, yeah Dean DaCosta, you know, yeah. Yeah, so so you're looking at the. You know, the so you read all all as well. you've read yeah. all those books?
0: You've read all those books? You've read all those books. The book of recruiting? Yeah, read them all, and, got them and, all, and reread yeah, and and read read and, many of them. And different. they have helped you. They have helped you. Yes. They have helped yes, you. Without doubt. Yeah, without doubt. Okay, so yes. back in nineteen. Listen, everybody, in nineteen ninety three, he didn't know what he's talking about, but he's read those books that just came out in the last year. <laughs> finally, finally, twenty seven years later, twenty five years later, he gets it. Okay, and that's a that's a good place. So, if you want to hire a guy, who uh, gets it, John, where can they reach you? They can reach me. Just
2: put resourceful John. Into Google, and you will find me Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, everywhere. Resourceful I'm John
0: Rose. Resourceful yeah, John. Resourceful John, Rose. John
2: in, in into Google, and okay. you'll find me. Okay. And in been... place
0: you know, everybody criticizes me. They they say I don't do things properly. This guy's a ball of fire. I have met him personally. He just gives off tons of energy, makes you feel good just being in the same room with them okay i'll swear by that and then michael g cox is here mike alan floor recruiter al dot com jerry at jerry the dot com and our good friend sorcer my 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 famous <laughs> clients PCRecruiter.net, hiretool.com dot com and uh hone it dot com thank you <laughs>